0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. We've been talking about a vision uh, uh, of uh, 2018 um And that's on the podcast. I encourage you to listen to that. We listed eight thunders, which is simply a a prophetic word, a framework for our lives. That sets an expectation uh, for God to fill in the blanks uh, uh, of each and every day. How many of you know that uh, um, there's really two ways to get there? We can go to Alexander City on the main road out here. Uh, which is clearly marked. It's got some twists and turns and arounds and that type of thing, but it's probably going to be the easier way. Uh, you know, uh, the road is a uh, is a frame, if you will, that we can work within. Oh, we can just take off out here through the pucker brush and do the best we can. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. You probably will eventually, you know. Uh, but it's... It's so much easier to follow that which has been planned and provided uh, for us. It will get us there. And God has planned and provided for us with his word. His word is, is called a light uh, to our feet, a lamp unto our path. It also is a, a roadmap. map. It's really a, a pathway, a road that has been laid out by God and has been made straight. Uh, you know, I found out even the straight, uh, even the straightened ways of God, uh, you know, uh, are not necessarily, um, uh, you know, uh, the quickest way to get there, but it sure is quicker than just doing it on our own. All right, let's, so let's look at this. Number two, last week was, um, uh, last week, uh, we talked about uh, the first thunder. This week we're going to talk about uh, living the love. Live the love. Everyone say, live the love. live the love. Proverbs 19th chapter, 22nd verse in the New International Version says this. What a person desires is unfailing love. Everyone say, unfailing love. Yeah. Uh, under We're under the thunder this year. Uh, living the love is under the thunder of encounters and... Uh, Experiences with the more and the better expressions uh, of God's love. How many of you know that God uh, is love? The Bible says, doesn't just have love, but He is love, and uh, and that love uh, has been expressed uh, to us and continues to be expressed uh, to us in so many lavish and extravagant in different ways. Uh, all of it, though, is the love, is God expressing his love that he has for us. We're praying this prayer. I'm going to read it because it's it's, uh, um, it's good to have knowledge and understanding uh, and agreement over, uh, uh, over things. Uh, the Bible says if we'll agree here on the earth and say the same thing uh, as God... Uh, that wonderful things will happen for us. God is able to do what he wants to do, and God wants to express his love in even greater uh, ways to us. So, let's look at uh, Ephesians, and I'm going to read, uh, I believe it's in the third chapter, and starting with the uh, 14th verse. For this reason, seeing the greatness of this plan by which you are built together in Christ, I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that Father from whom all fatherhood takes its title and derives its name. May he grant you, out of the rich treasury of his glory, to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man, by the Holy Spirit himself, indwelling your innermost being and personality. May Christ, through your faith, actually dwell, settle down, abide, and make his permanent home. Everyone say permanent home. I'm going to interject something here. Uh, Temporary people will never receive the permanent thing. God will not give permanent things to temporary people. Amen. I'm not just, I, I, I'm not temporarily married to Sandy. Are you? Uh, we, have a, we have a marriage that's lasted 40 years here now. Now why? Because uh, we wanted our love to be permanent. And we decided, uh, made a, I will, where that was concerned, are you listening? And, of course, God has helped us, but we've also had to uh, work at it. Amen. <laughs> there is, uh, you know, I feel so badly, honestly. I'm grieved, and I pray uh, over this, but uh, the generations that we have right now, uh, uh, you really face a, a tremendous uh, culture. Even everything's temp- everything's temporary. You can't even get a job. You have to go through a temporary service. Marriages or relationships are temporary. Everything is temporary. You know? Yeah. I'll tell you something. God, you know, I, th- I believe built inside of us is this longing for the unfailing permanent stuff. Yes. L- that, that kind of love. That kind of a life. Where, where there are some permanent markers. And there's stability and security. Uh, amen? Amen? Uh, is that available? I believe that. This is one of the things that says that Jesus will come and settle, abide, and make his permanent home in our hearts. And I believe that's where the permanent uh, uh, starts is with, uh, is, is with having faith in the love that is unfailing. Jesus. Amen. Living in our hearts permanently. And, and I believe this. Uh, I believe that every every... Time God draws us to Himself. First of all, I believe that we can draw near to God, and God will draw near to us. I believe you and I have as much or as little as we desire you know, uh, of God. You know, uh, there's some things that I. There is something, someone I want more than anything or anyone else. And when my life moves in that direction, there is a. It creates a. a an attractiveness, and a movement of God towards me. I believe that. Um, I also believe that, you know, just trying Jesus uh, temporarily uh, is, is never going to result in what God has in mind uh, for us. And that seems to be the test and the trial of our faith, uh, the test and the temptation uh, for our lives if, if the devil can just... Make it tough enough. uh, um, uh, Lie uh, long and strong enough that he can deceive us uh, uh, into thinking, uh, you know, that it'll work any other way but this, but just give up on God. Curse God and die. Just, you know, it's got to be another way. There really is no other way. All right. Now, uh, When he makes his permanent home in our hearts, it says, May you be rooted deep in love and founded securely on love. That you may have the power and be strong to comprehend and grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, the experience of that love and what is the breadth and length and the height and the depth of it that you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves the love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without an experience that you may be filled through all your being unto the fullness of God, may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a holy body, wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Now to him who by and in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out all his purpose and do super abund- abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask. Well, this is a prayer. We're asking this. You see what I'm saying? He can do far over that. Say, God wants to love me. <laughs> I mean, you know, we are so loved by God. Not just love, but so loved. a love that, you know, the devil says, you know, they're this and that. And God says, so? I love them. They're this, they did, and, and the Lord says, so? I re- they're so loved. It's a redeeming love. It's a buying us back. It is a, uh, it is a, uh, it is, God said, I want you back. No matter how far you've gone, I want, God always wants us back. And not just at arm's length, but he wants us back, amen, near him. Experiencing the the intimacy and love that he has uh, for us. It's a love that never fails uh, to forgive never fails uh, to heal, never fails to deliver, never fails to comfort and encourage and build us up, never fails to believe the best uh, of us. And that's what we desire. And that desire was something that God put in our heart uh, towards Him, certainly, towards one another. But you ever think about that? That's what God desires from us as well. That God wants to be loved in that same way, in a reciprocation. Amen. The Bible says not that we first love; we have no idea what real love is. But God first loved us, and the prayer ha- there there has to be a interjection of a prayer for there to be a transaction, for there to be uh, that transition to a transformation in our life not just hearing it but experiencing God showing his love uh, in our life when we fail he forgives he strengthens us Uh, when when we're not well spiritually or emotionally or physically when relationships are broken and things like that here comes God to heal us and help us and bring us into wholeness once again. Amen. When life blows up your life into little uh, 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 pieces, here comes God and puts it all back together again, even better than before. It's hard to believe that this love makes us better than before. But with God, whatever God touches, it's better than before. It's not the old redone, it's the new has come. Better. Better than before. Amen. Well it says that it says far and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or dreams, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. So be it. You know there's a generation that needs to see the glory of God, see the forgiveness, see the healing, see the deliverance, see the goodness. See the greatness, see the largeness of Father's heart on us who are in the church. Our lives should be inviting constantly. Our lives should be a a wealth of witness, a wealth made wealthy. Why why, Why has God forgiven me so I can tell other people? I'm, a, I'm an ambassador of reconciliation. I'm a minister. You're forgiven too. Believe the love that forgave you. Believe the love that's healed you. Believe the love that will deliver you from every destruction. Believe the love that God has for you. Look at my life. It, you know, uh, I, I have a hard time believing it myself, but, but I'm going to live it anyway. I'll choose to accept it by faith. Amen? Well, uh, I want to do something um, here in just a few moments. and I'm going to need some volunteers in that. Let me read um, uh, Hosea uh, 11. I'm actually just going to quote it here. Uh, It's Hosea 11, the fourth chapter. I have the New Living uh, uh, Translation. It says, I led Israel along with ropes of kindness. And I lifted the yoke from his neck. I myself stooped to feed him. Let me read another uh, um, scripture to you over here in Romans. It's the it's familiar scripture. But I don't believe that the familiar has to be old and become unusable in our life. I believe that, uh, you know, that uh, the mercies of God are new every morning, and I don't just mean new in that sense. It's you know uh, um, that it's it's that it's so different, you know. Uh, the reason why uh, I believe that you know, Pastor Sandy and I, um, by God's grace, but also because of the love of God, um, you know, that we made a decision, we chose that for ourselves to be loved by God, but also to love one another uh, in that same way. Uh, that you know, we're we've never been here before. This is a new year. It, it, it's even even our love is renewed in the sense that, you know, we've never been uh, where we are right now, how we are right now uh, in life, you know. Uh, and you know, the world just so misinterprets that that they think they need a new face in bed with them tomorrow morning. Amen. I, you know, I'm serious now. I mean, I know that translates it down into the nitty gritty and the dirt that we live in, but here's the thing, you know. Uh, uh, it's a, uh, you know, uh Uh, I'll tell you fellas you know these ladies are just like fine wine they just get better and better and better uh, with with some time and some uh, and some experience uh, and some staying with it the loyal love that people uh, that, that, that people desire you know if they don't find it in this one, they think, well, maybe it'll be the next one. And 15 folks down the road, you still ain't found it. Let it happen first on the inside of you. Become a loyal lover, and you'll find a loyal love for your life. God will send you that kind of a person. I digress right now, amen. But you will attract. You will attract. Are you listening? You will attract Uh somewhat of the same kind to your life. Amen. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a faithful person. And those are the people I want for my life. Are you listening? Amen. And so are you. Romans 8. Let me read this real quick and then we need to move forward right here. Um. Would you agree that one of the ultimate expressions here in this uh, life between a man and a woman uh, is, uh, uh, you know, is consummated in uh, in the procreation of more life, new life, two lives to come together and a new life is made. I, I like the context of this. I don't want to pull it out of there, but I feel like that there are some folks, you know, uh, that a lot of times will 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 give up uh, too quickly. On love, We'll give up too quickly on God. We'll give up too quickly on ourselves. I want to read this out of the, uh, uh, because it's all tied together. God's just, you know, uh, the Lord, a lot of times, he describes it in a circle. You know, and if we're not willing to follow him in that circle, we miss out because we only see one little snippet of what he's saying. So it says this. uh, It says, uh, that is why waiting does not diminish us any more than waiting diminishes a pregnant mother. We are enlarged in the waiting. We, are, we, of course, don't see what is enlarging. But the longer we wait, the larger we become and the more joyful our expectancy. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside a, helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs, our aching groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves, knows our pregnant condition, and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. God knew what he was doing from the very beginning. He decided from the outset to shape the lives of those who love him along the same lines as the life of his son. The son stands first in the line of, of humanity restored. We see the original and intended shape for our lives there in him. After God made that decision of what his children should be like, he followed it up by calling people by name and he called them by name. After he called them by name, he set them on a solid basis with himself. And then after getting them established, he stayed with them to the end, gloriously completing what he had begun so what do you think with God on our side like this how can we lose if God doesn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son is there anything else he wouldn't gladly and freely do for us and who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen who would dare even point a finger the one who died for us who was raised to life for us Is in the presence of God this very moment sticking up for us? Do you think anyone is going to be able to drive a wedge between us and Christ's love for us? There is no way. Not trouble, not hard times, not hatred, not hunger, not homelessness, not bullying threats, not backstabbing, not even the worst sins listed in scripture. They kill us in cold blood because they hate you. We're sitting ducks, they pick us off one by one. None of this phases us because... Jesus loves us. I'm absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing, living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. Now that's how he wants us to live. Nothing and no one can ever separate me from the love of God. Jim, can I get you to come up here and pull one of those chairs up. Ev, I want you to come uh, uh, over here and uh, I'm just going to move this out of the way right quick. Jim, up on the stage please. And um, um, I'm going to kind of shake this all on out here. I want to give you an illustration uh, of this if we can real quick just to Word picture. There you go, Jimmy. All right righty, There you go. Just I want an equal part. Go ahead and sit down if you will, Jim. Before you sit down, uh, can I get a couple of angel fellas to work here? Let's use Lance and uh, uh, and yeah, Pastor Ron will go up there. Go ahead and sit down, Jim. If you will, you guys go up there with him. And I want you to wrap this around, Jimmy, and underneath his arm. Yeah, put it over him. There you go. And actually, just take a, you can just make an X with it. Pick it back up over his head. Do this with it. Just do that. Make an X. There you go. Now put it around him. All right, Jimmy, put your arms on it. All right, Come here. Jesus, I know sometimes people have trouble with the black Jesus, but I don't. You okay with it? Yeah, come here, Jesus. Come here. Come here, Jesus. Let me tell you something about what God has done. It says he drew us with cords, ropes of love. Amen. All right, yeah, you stand right there. Turn around to face me. Get in the lines there. There you go. All right. Once again, now you hold on to that. Through the cross, the love of God was shown uh, to our lives. Amen. And I'm going to be the Holy Ghost right now. All right? So, here we go. Yeah. There we go. And the work of the Holy Spirit is... Come here, Keisha. Keisha's going to be a partner with the Holy Ghost. And you take both of those in. There you go. All right. And we're just looking for somebody to love, ain't we? we need That one right there needs a good dose of love. Why don't you go ahead and pray for her? There you go. Now look what's happening now. Uh you gonna can you can you get up with me here, honey? There you go. All right. Now see there see, uh I'm tugging. He's tugging. His heart, his heart, the heart of God in her heart. She's praying. Now now come on, let's work this thing. Just start pulling on her. Let's just start pulling her. Let's just start seeing her draw. Being drawn to Jesus. Amen? Just just keep on and keep on. And then I'll move over a little bit here, see? And uh, the Holy Spirit's work is the Bible says that Jesus said, no man can come to me except to be drawn by the Spirit of God. Now, see, you can't take that love off of her. And you know, last night she did some awful stuff. I mean, she said, there isn't a God, da 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 you know, I mean, her was praying for her. She slapped her grandmama and ran out and, you know, just did all kind of crazy stuff. But you're praying and you're believing, see? And, and this thing is working. Do you understand? And there's nothing, listen, if, if the love that will never give up, it won't give up. It's, it's firmly established. That love is extended and it will stay extended. It just and, and Jesus what he did has been done and he's gonna keep doing what he's doing. He's sitting there saying, you know what? She was ugly last night. Uh, but it's because she's hurting. She needs a she needs to she doesn't know how much we love her. So Holy Spirit, you keep on pulling. And I'm going, Keish, get up tonight. Middle of the night. She's acting ugly, man. You don't need to know the details, just know. There's a burden there. Just keep praying for her. Amen? And look at her now. You know, uh, uh, you know, here she is in church this morning. We don't know how she got here. Yeah, we do. Isn't that right? Love drew her. Love wouldn't give up on her. Love keeps on pulling her. See? You know, and love is going to get her to the one that can help her. That's been sent. All we're doing, all the Holy Spirit is doing is helping And how he's helping is through you being some help. You because she she thinks that love has given up on her. She thought her grandmama telling her this and that was she wasn't loving her. She was just being ugly to her, challenging her. I feel the Holy Ghost in me. Well, I guess so because I'm supposed to be playing him. So (laughs) anyhow, thank you, Lord. (laughs) Can you see this? How do we live the love? How do we live the love? The Bible says love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Let God keep drawing you and stay hooked up with the love of God. Keep the pull going on. Amen. Uh, Let your life loving. the Bible says lovingly, uh, it says express love in everything and every way that we do. You know, little prayers, you'll be at the stoplight and uh, uh, got all of this stuff going on and your heart gets tugged by the Holy Spirit towards the person next to you, the person on the sidewalk or the person going into there and in a simple little prayer throws a rope around them and Say, Jesus, help them. I don't know who they are even what they're going through, but Jesus, help them. And how does he help us the most? The love of God. He loves us. He just loves us where we're at to where he wants us to be. Amen. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, she wasn't that bad last night. Amen. <laughs> Here she is in, in church this morning. Thank you. Being used by God. Thank you very much, y'all. Did y'all get anything out of this today? All right. Good. Then it was worth uh, uh, Pastor Sandy saying, were, were you, uh, you know... <laughs> I don't know. I did not realize that electronically I can be tracked financially. (laughs) She goes, Were you at Tractor Supply? The only way she would have known I was at Tractor Supply is I used the debit card. Because I didn't tell her I was going by Tractor Supply. She goes, Were you there? I said, I was there. And I bought me some rope and a couple of other things that I'll pay you back for. However, (laughs) did you go to Walmart? Yes, I was there, and I bought some dog food and oil from my truck. And I'm coming home, and I hope you won't be mad. I put $50 worth of gas in my truck because it was running on empty. But obviously you were there when I swiped the debit card. You were there, traitor supply. You continued on, saw me at the Walmart spending your money. Honey, honey, you were there when I pumped the gas as well. <laughs> I'll always be smart enough to have God tied to all that you do. Yes, I bought that rope, and it's going to be good. I'm trust me. I'm telling you. All right. And God's to be enjoyed. I believe the only way that we can really enjoy Him is to is to live the love that He has for us. And I believe that He wants other people to enjoy Him as well. I really would, in a year where it will be seen, I guess that we get to determine what it is, don't we? Well, I'm just going to be loved by God. There's some scripture that says this, and then we'll end with this. It says says this, so, well, I'm going to read it. Will that be all right? And then we'll end with that. I just sense God's wonderful presence here. Um, And I believe that living the love is that, that we're going to live in His presence. We were meant to forever be in His presence, and we're not to put that off till heaven. The Bible says, as it is in heaven. That we can pray it into a reality here in the earth. Because heaven's the ultimate reality. What is it? Present with God. Present with God. Now, God knew that we didn't have to go up to heaven to bring him down. We don't have to go to hell to raise him up. Jesus, through the person of the Holy Spirit, lives inside of us. God is present all the time. I just have to become sensitive and aware to that, of that and want that more than anything else. It um, says, so God is love. Well, let me read it here in Mesut. This is over in... Uh, First John 4 chapter says, everyone who confesses that Jesus is God's son participates continuously in an intimate relationship with God. We know it so well. We've embraced it heart and soul, this love that comes from God. I wonder if you're here today, have you? If you haven't confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to invite you to do so uh, right now. And it's as simple as say, I believe the love that you have for me, Jesus. And I accept that love come into my heart,
1: come into my life.
0: And I'll live this love. The Bible goes on to say, God is love. And when we take up permanent residence. Oh, there's that word again. Permanent residence in a life of love. Of Jesus living permanently in our heart was the prayer. But it says we must take up a permanent residence in believing that love, receiving that love, living that love. It says we live in God, and God lives in us. This way, love has the run of the house. It becomes at home and mature in us so that we're free of worry on judgment day. Our standing in the world is identical with Christ. There is no room in love for fear well-formed love banishes fear. Since fear is crippling a fearful life, fear of death, fear of judgment is not one yet fully formed in love. We, though, are going to love. Love and be loved. First we were loved, now we love. He loved us first. If anyone boasts, I love God, and goes right on hating his brother or sister, thinking nothing of it, he is a liar. If he won't love the person he can see, how can he love the God he can't see? The command we have from Christ is blunt, loving God includes loving people. You've got to love them. Many people won't come to Jesus. How many people leave Jesus? citing a lack of love looking for unfailing love but people fail us folks fail us folks will fail but his loving kindness his love is better greater than the life I'll tell you even my life as a Christian at time there but there I'm boy if that's love I just don't understand God thank God God never gave up on even when I've said you know what I give up on love I give up on you God I give up on folks I just I can't see I'm so glad that he just keeps on loving I've been so ugly sometimes I've been so God don't even talk to me have you ever been in that I don't want to talk about it I'm just going to be mad I'm going to be Stupid here like a beast, but you know we—I've talked about it, talked about it, and you haven't done what I wanted you to do. Amen. You know, and doggone him—he just keeps knocking, texting, calling. Don't even—you know—I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, you close the door, he walks through walls. He walks through all of our walls. you ever heard that worship song so wonderful? You didn't have to come but you came. You walked through all of my walls, all of my shame. I'm telling you God's here today right now and he just wants he's putting those everlasting arms of love around us. so sometimes, you know, that's all we need. He doesn't really even have to say anything more. He just need, we just need to be a little more loved. We need to have an encounter, and experience, the love that does not fail. The Bible says love never fails. I'm talking to people today that they're that maybe, you know, not maybe, I mean, we all have this. We all have failure. Falling downs and failures and hurts and disappointments in this life. I mean, sometimes if it wasn't for the people and the problems, life would be really good. It would be really good. But it's not that way, is it? Almost daily sometimes this or that or the other. But the Bible says, But love never fails. And some of us have been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Some of you, I'm gonna tell you what, you haven't felt it kick in a while. That dream that Sometimes you wait so long, you wonder, will it ever happen? Will will it ever happen? Will I ever? And and it isn't even so much the stuff, is it? It's that if it doesn't, you feel like that love has failed because love and you have a thing happen. And sometimes we'll look at other people and we'll see things happening in their life and the devil will say, we'll see if God really loved you. Who am I talking to today? Somebody. We've got just a minute or two here, but could God just minister to you for just a second? Amen. I want you to just stand up where you are right now and I'll tell you, not everybody, but this is speaking to you. Uh, and you just need God to... uh, Love touches, doesn't it? Love. Uh, One of the ways that, you know, I find myself, you know, people helping me in the store, people at the gas station. uh, And I'm not that way, Sandy will tell you. I mean, you know, she gets on me sometimes because, uh, you know... uh, and, and I'm not being in a bad way, but she'd just like to be touched more. Amen. And that's fine. Uh, it really is. You know, I, I'm not really a touchy-feely person. She really is. Uh, and and the Bible says husbands should learn to live with their li- wives according to knowledge. Amen. Uh, but I tell you, sometimes I'm just being the store and someone will help me and I'm just... You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I'll speak and, I, and I'm just uh, uh, touching people. I just feel this urge, just a compulsion uh, to touch people. I believe that, you know, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with God even more in that, that, that my touch is supercharged with the love of God, pleasantness, and that I can release that in people's lives. That that is a prompting of the Holy Spirit to touch people's lives. Why waste it? By faith, Jesus is going to live in my heart. And, I, and, and I'm, going to, I, I'm going to give people a taste to see how good God is without preaching them or sermon. Just touch them. Some way, shape, or form. Amen. I believe that's from God. The urge to give, the urge to love on people. Funny thing about, about all of that, I believe it makes more room in our own hearts uh, for the love of God. The more you give away, the more you get. Amen. Now, there's some of you not that are not uh, standing up. Find. Let's get around these folks that are standing up. May not be enough of us to go around. Somebody touch somebody else. Amen. Uh, the Bible teaches us that if you have an abundance, it should go to minister to those who have a little bit of lack. Maybe somebody bumped you you were overflowing all of a sudden you know I mean you you just got bumped or overturned a little bit and you spilled out a little more than was are you listening and left you feeling you ever have those encounters with other folks uh or situations or circumstances where you knew it took away from you it didn't add to you (laughs) it took something out of you amen are you listening uh and uh uh, it just required a little more of you, a little more of the love of God than maybe you felt like you had to spare. But that's alright. I'll tell you, I believe this, that God is just attracted to an empty vessel. God is just really attracted to us when we're empty and we put our lives in front of him. He's willing to pour even more into us. So if-